a comparison was just made during the break to Barry Trotz that I'm not going to be able to get out of my head for the rest of the day. Maybe we'll save that for BetQL Daily after dark. Uh, it is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. Nick Costos going <laughs> to join us live from Vegas in about 40 minutes. In 20 minutes, our guy Sam Panayotovich, uh, Sammy P, to talk about props, what he likes in Super Bowl 58 <laughs> as well. <laughs> as we continue right here on You think Twitch. she looks like Billie Eilish? We're trying to figure Madison? out. Madison's a um, uh, celeb comp. I bet she's hmm. I bet she's got some Billie Eilish vibes, but I don't think a totally yeah. Billie Eilish. All I just way. googled Jake Hassan Madison to see if I can and find any up. old any posts in there. A Madison hits? underscore blue, but I don't think that's related. So mm. Paul just asked in the uh, chat, "Does she look like Avril Lavigne?" Oh no, Jake, Jake is a skater boy. No. Say what about Maggie Sajak? Honestly, she popped up the... on my feed, and I was like, "Why am I following her?" Oh yeah, Jake has a crush on her, and I randomly yeah, followed her like crush. two years ago. <laughs> she said, "See you later." Wait, boy. on Snooky? Snooky? No, Avril. The Avril oh, might be a little. I, too... like, I might second. be getting red to filth right now. <laughs> this is tough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, did I nail I... it? Avril? You're not. Now that I think about it. It's not, oh, it's, no. it's much closer than I'd care Let's to admit. Let's go. Oh, nice. you are so person. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? So hot today. No wonder you're not responding to those texts. Huh. What? Man. From her. Skater skater boy Jake. You're you're out um, on Avril, Joe? I just I think there's crazy there, so I'm assuming there's crazy. Oh yeah. Me. There's there's some crazy. Yeah. Fun, some really fun thing. crazy, but it's a, a really little good thing I have therapy tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need it. Um, before before we get to anything else, Super Bowl Fifty Eight related. Why she divorced Chad Madison? Jake came in after yeah. Chad Croker. <laughs> Do you want to be Nickelback sloppy seconds? Does anybody want that? No. Never in life. Um, no. no. Uh, NFL year in review, AFC South edition, as we work our way through division by division, the division of young quarterbacks, right? Like CJ Stroud, the best in the division. I think we'd all agree, or certainly has the most upside, uh, ahead of him. Do we necessarily trust Trevor Lawrence anymore in Jacksonville, Anthony Richardson? We have no real feel I don't think we have an idea of what he may be capable of but he played so little last year before getting injured and then in Tennessee we've got a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee and Will Levis but he's got some of that I said it earlier this year Mayfield swag I guess for lack of a better way to put it um if this quarter if this division is going to be dictated by quarterbacks over the next five to ten years Aaron um I don't think you can do any better than CJ Stroud obviously the question then is how do the rest of them fall in line I think the Texans just keep moving forward. Love C.J. Stroud, um, the defense playing well. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's phenomenal in his uh, first year as head coach. So I think there's a lot of upside um, for the Texans. I wonder what their win total will be. Will it be like 10 and a half? That might be tough. Um, they were 10 and 7 this year, followed by the Jags. I just, maybe it's because I've bet on the Jags. The Jags have been like the Chargers for me, like, 
you think they're going to be good and then they just disappoint you. Um, although nine and eight, I guess, isn't terrible. It's not like they were six and 11 uh, like the Titans, but I think this will be the Texans division again, Joe. It's a terrible second half for the Jaguars. So are they going to be able to yeah. figure that out? Let's remember where they were at, at, at a point like the Texans were not expected to win the division. They needed the Jags a free fall uh, to get there. So tomorrow might be another one of those days, just like last year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, the same team. There's a possibility that they have the coach of the year as well. Uh, I'm trying to be careful because we do see quarterbacks that are terrific in the rookie season that do take steps back. Um, it's a, it's a yeah. good young group of receivers that dealt with a lot of injuries at the end of the year. So moving forward, you know, you would expect those guys to stay healthy. So the last quarterback to win, offensive rookie was Herbert, right? Um, not his fault with what's happened. And he's also dealt with some injuries. Before that, it was Kyler. We've seen big steps back from Kyler since then. Not entirely his fault. He's lost a lot of weapons around him, but it's it's noteworthy. Uh, Dak in 2016, great numbers, but hasn't won anything big. Um, Robert Griffin III, you had all the, the injuries. Uh, Cam Newton ended up putting together a terrific career. Probably played a little bit too long. Uh, Sam Bradford, probably not what people were expecting. So, yeah, a lot of times we're riding high and we see a quarterback win this award. They're fantastic in their first year, and we think it just continues. It's never that easy. And then the other team that's going to be talked about at the top, Trevor Lawrence, big steps backwards this season. I, I saw an interview yesterday with him and the reporter was being just very blunt with him. And, and he was approaching it in a professional manner. Like, look, man, a lot of ups and downs. And this year was a big down for you. Like he was talking openly about it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Doug Peterson's going to be on the hot seat if they don't make so the playoffs again. That's where I was going to go is, you know, we, we could talk about the quarterbacks being what they are. And I think you bring up a good point. Stroud could take a step back. That wouldn't surprise anybody in his second season. Lawrence, I don't think we quite know what he's capable. I think we know what he's capable of, but is there more ceiling to find there? And how consistently can he find that ceiling? And then, like I said, Richardson's a question mark still. And certainly Levis is a giant question mark. Um, but coaching yeah. wise, like you bring up the idea of D'Amico Ryan's winning coach of the year. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, you've got a relatively new guy one year in an Indy and you're going to have a new guy in Tennessee. So then you, you pivot to Jacksonville again and you say, okay, wait, you're supposed to have the quarterback and you're supposed to have the coach now, but other than the Super Bowl year in Philly, what has Doug Peterson done? And maybe what the first eight weeks of, of the 2023 season, what has Doug Peterson done to give Jags fans hope that, yeah, this is the guy to put it all together. This is the guy who will help Trevor Lawrence get back on track, or this is the guy who will help build the team around him and move them in the right direction. Again, other than the first seven or eight weeks last year and the Super Bowl season in Philly, which I think was, was it necessarily about Peterson or was it just about the talent on that roster, Joe? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I wouldn't feel supremely confident in Jacksonville going forward. I, I would, would not be the least bit surprised to see another eight, nine-win season. So if I'm going somewhere else, I'm assuming Houston's going to be favored to win, especially after the awards that they win. Yeah. Everybody's flying high. They got a playoff win, man. They, that was not supposed to be part of the season. Their win total was five and a half, and they end up dominating in a playoff game, and then they got uh, their butts kicked in the other one. 
indie. Indie's so interesting. The the range of outcomes is so wide. They have no idea what they have in the quarterback. But what we do know is they nailed the coach. They nailed the coach. Shane Steichen's a guy that I trust, uh, whether we're talking about betting, and I'd feel really good about if I'm a Colts fan. Minshew did more than expected. They go over the win total by two and a half games without the starting quarterback for almost the entire season. Uh, he did a really good job. But, um, man, there is there a high ceiling? I would guess. It, does it help him being on the sideline, just sitting and watching for basically an entire year while he was rehabbing? Maybe. We've seen it help other guys, so maybe it ends up being a blessing in disguise. Um, I'm, I'm going to be really curious with this Colts number. Yeah, Aaron, I think they've, they've got to find a way to keep Pittman around. That's the only way I feel that positively about Indy going into next year. Yeah, I, I just pulled up the depth chart for that same reason. I'm like, I don't love their roster. Pittman, I mean, what are you going to get from Jonathan Taylor now? Gardner Menchu, Gardner Menchu he, he's getting the job done, but I, I just... I don't think I can bet on the Colts to win yeah. the division or do much. They'll probably just be average or slightly below average again. Yeah, Minch but in this division, start. no. In this division, though, like, I mean, what do you think they're at, Joe? Like eight and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half? Um, I think seven and a half would probably be too far of a regression. But you go, eight, they go nine and eight in the season uh, with a win mm-hmm. total of six and a half. Cause people didn't know what to expect. Jacksonville was also nine and eight. So Jacksonville's is higher, right? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, like if you give me, if you, if they put out Jacksonville nine and a half, I'm going to be tempted to take under. Uh, Cause like I said, I got my mm-hmm. questions about Lawrence and Peterson. If they put out Indy nine or eight and a half. That's what I'm expecting. Indy eight and a half Jacksonville, nine and a half. That's kind of right on the number for me with Indy. Because um, like we mentioned when we talked NFC South last week, AFC South, same thing. Schedule's not going to be nearly as soft this year. Um, so you, I, I subtract a win off of everybody right away because this the non-division schedule is not going to be nearly as soft. Tennessee under. Whatever it is, give it to me. What's the under going to be? Uh, they closed seven and a half last year. Are they going to get like the Houston number five and a half last year after a six and 11 season, maybe four and a half would be way too short, but um, yeah, five and a half seems about right. I don't know who they have. Uh, honestly, they got DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks as receivers. They got a ton. They got a couple uh free agents to be on the offensive line. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six starters on defense are going to be free agents. What are they? What is their plan here? Yeah. And and that was a bad defense. So, yeah. (laughs) They're going to be replaced. Five and a half might be right. You might be right. Five and a half. Probably play the under. Because now you don't have Rabel coaching them up anymore. Yeah. Jeez. That that turned quickly for the Titans in a matter of what? Two or three seasons. Bang. Especially if there's no Henry coming back. Uh, Nick Costos of You Better You Bet going to join us in 20 minutes. We continue our dive into Super Bowl 58. Sides, totals, props, all of it. We got lightning bets before we wrap up as well. Coming up next from Fox Sports, from Nesson and the Chicken Dinner Pod, Sam Paniotovich joins us right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.